0: So what does it really feel like to be a winner? Just ask five time, yes, five time, Olympic gold medalist, Nastia Lukin. She's living proof that through hard work, consistency, perseverance, you can make all your dreams come true. And she did this all by the age of 18. In this episode, Nastia shares her life pre and post Olympics, her big leap from athlete to fashion influencer, why she started the Nasia Lucan Cup and her woman power club, The Muse Collective, and how she learned the most important lesson in her life by falling flat on her face in front of thousands of people. Welcome, Nasia, to the Revolve podcast. <laughs> Yay, I get to meet <laughs> The puppy. Say hi. hi, Harley. Right, Harley. Yeah. Hi. How are hi. you? I'm Risa. Nice to meet you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's so cuddly, right? When he wakes up.
0: How many weeks or months? He's like three months now. Um. So yeah. How crazy almost. Is
1: it? Almost. I, I know. Like it's not like having a child, but it's like. It prepares
0: you for sure. It def-
1: yeah, it definitely does. Um, and like, imagine to, like, the
0: love. I mean, I like, like you love him so much. Imagine on so China, it's know. crazy. Um, yeah. How are you? Thank you so much for doing this with me. I of course. I was looking Insta? at our our, um, our Insta because I remember like connecting with you years ago on DM, which is like. You know, one of the amazing things about social is just, like, being able to connect with people. And then, like, you were having, like, a conference thing, right, in Boston? Yes, yes, I was, yeah. And then fast forward now, you're, like, doing this with me and Revolve. So thank you so much. Oh, my gosh, no. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. No, I know. It's been such a... um, like watching you, of course, from afar. And then now sitting with you is like, honestly, I'm such a huge fan. And I was texting my my sister this morning, my little sister, she was just like, please tell her I'm such a big fan. (laughs) Oh, thank you. So So, sweet. Thank you so much. Um, So I've been wanting to ask you since like, I obviously, you know, found out about you and who you are, like, how does it feel to be a winner? Like a literal, like you yeah, have like a freaking like medals, like from the Olympic. It's kind of crazy. Um,
1: because I also, I think it's like not part of my everyday life, you know, now. And so it's like, it's not really like I think about it every single day, but when I do take a second and like, look back, I'm like, whoa, like that's kind of cool. You know, I mean, it feels like it's like, such a different lifetime ago and so much has happened since, I guess. So it's yeah. like, yeah, but I think um, that moment itself was just, you know, the moments that you have where you feel like, and I'm sure you've had, you know, moments like this throughout your career, but you're just I don't like,
0: think so. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: well, when you think it's like not real and you're, it's just right. like, it's, it's so, amazing or, or whatever and it's like you like want to pinch yourself and, and wake up one day you know and like think like oh that was just a dream but the, it, it's not so
0: I think like that's so cool and, and it's so like I always have such a huge admiration for athletes because obviously like I have no athletic capabilities whatsoever. <laughs> and so like the dedication and commitment, I think is always so um, it's literally so inspirational. And like for, especially like gymnasts, like yourself, like you really have been doing it. What feels like your whole life, you know? And so it's just so incredible to, um, I mean, I, like when you're like, Oh, you've had these moments in your life. I'm like, no, I haven't. But
1: that's the thing. It's like, you know, Yes. Maybe that was like at a different, <laughs> on a different level, maybe, I don't know. But, um, but I think it's like, you can still relate it to moments in your life where you feel like you've been working on a project or, you know, a launch or like something for so long, or just right. the amount of hours and the, the commitment that you put into it. And then when it finally happens, like, there's just that sense of like accomplishment and like pride and just being like, and, and I think like, that's what I'm also learning now, like moving, being in different chapters of my life of like taking a second and actually feeling proud of yourself. Right. For and like sure. the, the, the work that you put in, in it and like the, the obstacles that you have to go through. And I feel like it's like even those obstacles that make it that much more worth it in the that's end true. when you are successful.
0: Yeah, and I think you like hit it right on the the head there in terms of, you know, taking those moments to just like look back. I think, I guess, yeah, in some ways that struck a chord with me because, you know, there's, we're moving so fast all the time and always on to the next and trying to figure out, you know, what else, you know, what's next. And yeah. we don't even take, I, I know I'm trying to do it now, maybe because of, you know, COVID and being at, right like trying to take that moment to be like, okay, wow, like, you know, you're good. Like you did a lot or You know, you've done a lot, but it's, it's it, yeah. I, I, I it's have- like, I,
1: and I feel like, you know, it's this like fine line of just as humans, we're always wanting more, right? And like, yes. and especially having success in something or in one thing, like, you're like, okay, great. But now I want, you know, the next thing and like bigger and better. And like, you're constantly wanting, to be bigger and better. And while that's like an amazing quality and a trait to have, I think it's also, as you were kind of saying, like, I think COVID has really helped at least me, like be a little bit more present and like, just be in the moment and like, be proud of whether it's like something very, very small or like something huge, you know? And I think I'm not, I've not Been great at that, I think, my whole life. Of just like you, it's almost like a checklist, right? Like you're just like you achieve one, okay, on to the next. And so I think Mm -hmm. taking a second and being present and being in the moment, um, you know, the many things I feel like we've
0: probably all learned during this pandemic, but that's definitely been one of them. Yeah, which is also like, you know, one thing that's been so interesting about you is, um, you know, making the leap from being. Uh, obviously a professional gymnast and no pun intended (laughs) into, um, into fashion and having this full, you know, full-fledged blog that you, um, you're very, very active on, um, and really sharing your lifestyle. Like how did that come about? And like, were you always into fashion? Also, we should probably take a moment at some point to talk through the outfits. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Um, for sure. How did that like happen? I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, very, very
1: different, but still fashion related. So ever since I was 12, my mom and I, we designed all my own gymnastics leotards, like every single one I competed in. So that was kind of like my outlet for like stress. Right. So like, and like some people write music or poems or paint or draw or write in their journal, whatever they do. And for us, like, we just love sketching leotards and coming up with like, and trying to be different and unique, you know? And I, and like, some were they were fails. <laughs> yeah, I looked back and I'm like, whoa. Wait, um, what was I thinking? That's so cool. Well, was, you guys just but like, also, like, that's amazing. But, yeah. So so I was just always into that, I guess. And then right after the Olympics, um, I went to my first fashion week. It was, so it was 2008. It was still at Bryant Park. And it was like, that to me, it was like the coolest mo- Like, I was just like, wow. And I felt like I could relate a little bit like to these designers because they had been working like all year, all season for this moment. Right. Oh, yeah. And it's like the lights go down and like, it's, I'm like, I was like nervous for them. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so like it's cool. their Olympics. So, yeah. um, I, I, definitely had more, like more of an appreciation, I think, you know, att- attending my first fashion week then. Um, and yeah, I guess oh, just- your first
0: show was, or maybe
1: you're um, from that, from My first one was Peter Somm. And um, yeah, and I went, um, Maria Sharapova was was one of my idols and like my I biggest mean. inspirations. And she invited me to go with her. And I was just like, what? We
0: <laughs> were <laughs> um, like, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, you're the I'd Russian- like, you're like, the Russians are invading fashion week. Yeah, so, yes, it was this.
1: amazing. Yeah, um, I wore this like gold-ish dress that he picked out for me because I had just gone to like, the like, Olympics. The oh my God, yeah, it's great. I have um, to like
0: see what you were wearing. This is so cool. Yeah.
1: And I was so like kind of awkward because like I had never been to, you know, like you don't, know what it is too if you don't go or like see anything about it I'm like oh wait it's over <laughs> it's yeah, like it happens so, so fast. fast yeah totally yeah, it's it all about like the getting ready and like you know all the pre and stuff but yeah I think I just like truly admired the hard work that goes into a collection and then it's like you know the reviews and the press and like all of that after it's like you're being scored like the
0: Olympics. So it was just like, there are a lot of parallels I felt. It's so Um, amazing. And of course I've never heard it like said that way, you know, and it's so awesome to hear it from, again, a professional athlete like yourself that trains and is so committed and you do have like the two or three minutes to like show every, your whole entire work. Literally. And you're just like crossing your finger.
1: And it's also similar to gymnastics it's subjective, right? So it's like someone could love it and someone could hate it. And it's like, that's out of your control. No. And you just like go out there and cross your fingers and hope everybody loves it. And hope like very similar to gymnastics, obviously we're scored, but the judging is is subjective. We're not racing against a clock. It's not who jumps the highest or runs the fastest. You know, it's, it's very, very much much subjective. So, um, so yeah, so I felt like it was just very, very similar. But I think the transition... Um, the, go like going for the first time. I just like started developing more of a passion for it, and then I had like the opportunity to wear more than just a leotard and sweatpants and leggings and athleisure. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I feel like that's kind of when I like really started
0: liking fashion, I guess. And when did you launch your like blog officially?
1: Gosh, I'm trying to remember. I mean, so it was definitely. So I retired, um, in 2012. So, and then I moved to New York and I went to NYU. Um, yeah, which was like, I studied sports management. Um, Mm -hmm. and not that I like wanted to be an agent, but I just felt like it was such a huge part of my life and still is. And I, and I wanted to just be a little bit more hands-on with my own career. So, you know, not just like, I mean, I have an amazing and incredible team, but and I trust them fully, but I think it was just, you know, I, I just wanted to be more like invested in my own career and know I what was going on. Yeah. So, really um, that's so cool. Yeah. So that was the, the most amazing experience. And I felt like New York also, it was the perfect transition because I felt like for my whole life up until that, like gymnastics defined who I was. Like I was just to myself and to others, like I was just a gymnast, you know, and I didn't have an identity outside of that. And so it was kind of scary, you know, it's like, it felt like even though it was on my own terms, but it felt like something was taken away from me and that something was all that I knew. You know, I didn't know who I was without this sport in my life. I didn't know what my passions were. I didn't know what I wanted to do.
0: But you're also so young, you know. Which was like
1: crazy also because... In my early twenties, in my mind, I'm like, I have achieved my quote-unquote lifelong dream. Now, what, you know, like? What do you do? What are you supposed yeah, to? Yeah, like this is the only thing I've ever wanted to do, which that's not true. But like in my mind, I thought that, you know, at
0: eighteen. You were, oh, yeah. I was going to ask. I was thinking if you were sixteen or seventeen, but you were eighteen. Yeah, so I was. I was older. I was old. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you're so crazy! It's so insane. crazy.
1: Yeah, and so at eighteen you achieve a quote unquote lifelong dream. And you're like, I remember standing there with like a gold medal around my neck and, and having these mixed emotions of like being so excited and so proud yet being so afraid because it was like, whoa, now it's over. You know, like everything that I've been working for essentially my entire life is now it's done. Now what, you know, like it it was like this fear of what's my purpose in life now? Like I've already achieved what I thought it was. And, um, you know, obviously since then, I know that that is not my purpose in life. Um, but it, yeah, it was definitely this, a little bit of a scary transition. I feel like New York was just like the perfect place diving into being a full-time student, um, And, and just like meeting different people, different walks of life. And, um, but it was scary. Like I didn't, again, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know how to make friends outside of athletes and, um, just be, you know, normal.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think even, I mean, first of all, thank you so much for sharing that. I think as a, you know, I'm 38 years old and I'm constantly still trying to figure out my purpose in life. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Um, I'm always, I mean, I really, I just, like, it was just my birthday last month and I'm, you know, you, you. And maybe I think that's a good thing, you know, trying to figure out like, again, like, is there more and can I do more for obviously beyond myself, but I couldn't imagine being 18. Like, truthfully, I know those things didn't even cross my mind. (laughs) So for you to be able to... One have those thoughts, and then two to really figure out from there. As such a young person, um, this you know path to your next you know this you know your next. Mm -hmm. Which I I, I really get into fashion, and I know you have a charity, which I thought I think is so cool what you did during COVID. Mm -hmm. I'll get into that. Thank you. How did you, I guess, like deal with all of that, and how did you from NYU studying sports management? again, dive into, you know what, I'm just going to, you know, be basically this full-fledged influencer. I mean, that's what you are. You have such a massive following as well. Yeah, you
1: know, I think, well, the moment that I had right before I retired, so I tried to make my second Olympic team in 2012. So this this year, that year, I was going in as the reigning Olympic gold medalist. So, you know, I had a lot more pressure and a lot like, more Like no pressure. <laughs> <But> yeah, like... <laughs> To nail no, everything. No, no big deal, but like you're you're expected to be the best, you know, yeah, when exactly. you're the best. Um and so on my very best event, um, bars, I fell like literally flat on my face.
0: Um and yes, I, remember- I was like looking, I was scrolling down your feed just to like Oh yeah, I post like recently. checking out your outfits because I I saw like you're always, again, so many, so much to talk about, but you're always in such great bikinis, but, um, <laughs> you, it's so, I was going to say like, I love that you posted that meme of yourself or like this, that video of just being like, this is like COVID or like, this is 2020. Yeah. So, I'm like, like 2020. <laughs> yeah. But it's <laughs> 2020 so awesome. hits you hard. Totally. But um, you can like, you know, ma- make light of the situation now, but that's insane. P.S. Yeah. So I, sorry, I'm just putting him down here. Um,
1: <laughs> so I just had this moment like laying there and being like, what am I doing? First of all, I'm on my face. What am I doing down here? I'm supposed to be finishing my routine. Then immediately being like embarrassed. I just fell on my face. And then thinking like, definitely not making the Olympic team. My dreams are over for, you know, for this dream at least. And so, um, I remember then thinking, okay, you have two choices, right? Like you can just be done and walk away and like, you can say you're, you know, injured or whatever, um, which I wasn't. (laughs) Um, or you can get back up and finish, you know, my parents always taught me, no matter what, you have to finish what you started. And so that to me was the most important thing. Like I, I didn't care what the outcome at that point was gonna be because it was already like quote unquote over. Um, but I got back up, finished my routine, landed on my feet, and for the very first time in my entire life and career, I had a standing ovation for the worst routine of my entire life. And so I remember just being like, I, lo- I was looking around the arena thinking like, who else just went on a different event that had like the best routine I'm of my like, life? And like, I'm like, me. it's definitely not me. Like I saw on my face, like no one should even be like clapping for me. And no one else was going. I was the last person to go. And so I'm looking around 20,000 people are on their feet. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm confused in the moment. And then what I quickly just like realized in that moment, because up until that moment, I truly felt like we were as humans just defined by our successes, right? Like I thought people were only going to cheer me on or love me if I was the best, if I won a gold medal. And what I realized in that moment was me falling on my face, and people still loving me and supporting me and cheering me on truly meant that we will never be defined by our successes, a gold medal, a placement, a salary, a job title, a relationship, any of those things. Like, that's not what defines us. And so oh my gosh, that moment for me was like, I just learned so much more literally falling on my face than I did winning an Olympic gold medal, oh, yeah, you yeah. know,
0: just, yeah, it just like. But so what a powerful, again, what a powerful lesson to learn at such a young age that you can really, you know, people are still figuring that out as you get older of like everything you just said, like my job, my title, my salary, how much I'm worth, what I have, what I have to show on social media um, oh. are just it's not that important. And so absolutely that's so amazing that you, um, well, I need to first watch this video because I only saw the <laughs> one clapping for you. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And so
1: I think um, after that happened, I just kind of like slowly started having this new found like purpose of life. Not that I knew what it was yet. And like, as we kind of said, still trying to figure it out, but it was at least I knew that I wasn't going to be defined by anything that I did. And, and it was just, or didn't do, I guess, or didn't do. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. And so, um, and I feel like that's kind of like what I, you know, my mission and my goal and is just like always trying to help our, our future, this next generation of young girls and women who feel the, who feel that they are going to be defined by, and especially in a world of social media, you know, it's like, It's, it's hard. Like I didn't grow up having Instagram, you know, I was (laughs) and and I'm still, I mean, I'm 30 and it still affects me. You know, it's like, I'm sure you get the messages and the comments and the hatred sometimes. Like I really try to have thicker skin and and whatever, but at the end of the day, we're all humans and we all have a heart and it's like, it affects you. You know, it's just (laughs) like seeing something rude is, is never like, Oh my God. Yay. (laughs) Um, so, So I always try to like, Share that with young girls of like, and what you see on Instagram is a highlight reel, basically. You know, it's like yeah. you don't wake up like you know the the well back to the days like TBT of when we had hair and makeup and had events to go to. Like no, didn't like, <laughs> I'm that. like yeah, yeah, I'm like what you see is what you get now. Um, but yeah, I'm like that's that's not really the reality of my everyday life, you know. And it's like, and you also or like winning Olympic gold medal, like you don't see. You know, we trained seven hours a day, six days a week, the injuries, the obstacles, the tears, like the days you wanted to give up, like all of those things. You just see this like fairy tale moment that when it all came together, you know, and you had the best competition of your life and you win an old gold medal. And so not to like take away from those great moments that we have in our lives, but you just like have to think back and like, you know, like how, do, how does how does a brand or a company become so successful? It's not overnight success, you know. It's it's the yeah. years and the blood, sweat, and tears that you put into it to become successful. So yeah. no one definitely
0: yes. sees all of that, but no, you don't. Yeah, that's so incredible. I mean, so I guess from taking all of that and learn all the things that you've learned as a gymnast. And, you know, again, getting into fashion, being a full-fledged influencer and also a philanthropist in some ways. I mean, you do, I was again, reading, um, with, you know, donating a hundred thousand dollars to the local gyms. I think, congratulations. That's so incredible. Yeah. But I also wanted to ask about the Nasya Lucan Cup that you started. Yeah. Um, what was the inspiration for that? And, and, you know, I guess it's probably has to do with, like you said, really inspiring young women to, um, to do their thing, <laughs> whatever that Yeah. Is. Yeah, yeah. So what, basically, like that, when did you start that and like, what, why it's so cool.
1: Thank you. So this last, this year was our 11th year. So basically after the Olympics, um, you know, it was my dream since I was ba- a little girl to, 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 go to the Olympics and to represent Team USA and and obviously winning an Olympic gold medal is a cherry on top, but just more so like the experience that I had there, like being with my teammates, um, just, it, it was just like one of the coolest experiences. And I, so I remember coming back thinking like there was only six of us, you know, on that and now it's like down to five and now four and it's like the teams get smaller. And so I'm like all of these young girls who train just as many hours, you know, as I am, a lot of them are never going to be able to have that experience. And so what I wanted to create was an experience for them to feel special um, and for them to feel like they were at their Olympics. And so that's kind of what I tried to create was um, a competition, you know, on a big stage. It's on TV, like the lights, the cameras, like all of that. And really, and some of them have got on to become like Gabby Douglas competed in the Nazi looking cup four years later goes on to win an Olympic gold medal. So it's like, it's been
0: really cool because it's been a stepping stone for so you many also, of these young athletes. Yeah. Which I was going to say, it's probably like a really good also practice in the term, sense of like the lights, the camera being in with people. Yeah. Like yeah. Really for sure. training camp.
1: That's yeah, so exactly. Cool. And so that's kind of why I wanted to create that. And so, um, and it's just like, I, I tried my hardest like all weekend with them. I, like have a brunch and a dinner for them. And I like ask that coaches and parents don't come because I I just want it to be me and these girls. And just like really for them to actually get to know me beyond looking or following me on Instagram, you know? And just like, I'm just like, I'm one of you guys, you know? And so, like, last time, this last year, they were trying to teach me how to learn a TikTok dance. And I'm like, I'm too old for this. (gasps) Yeah, we got this. Like,
0: we got this, (laughs) Nastya. Oh my God. Before I get to meet you in person, we're doing one together. Oh
1: my God. Um, So, so it (laughs) it was just really cool. Yeah. To like, I think, I think sometimes it's so important to like humanize yourself, right? And just, talk and share like the real you. And, and I've not always been great at that. And I think it's still important to like, keep a little bit of you to yourself. But I also think the world doesn't necessarily get to know the real you by looking at pretty pictures on Instagram. And, and that's what I like really want to share with these young girls and women is, you know, we all are the same. Like we're the same, and just like I'm our same jobs same. might be different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I always
0: say that too. Like to you know, to just other girls and women that yeah, across is like you know that love for one another as females is I think really important because we're always or we you know been taught to like kind of be competitive with one another. And, um, and you know what, wherever whatever that means, you know, um, in work or with boys or whatever. Uh, yeah. But well, I being an athlete, too, it's like my whole life was competing
1: against my friends and teammates oh, and girls. Oh, you know, sorry. so it's like I'm like, so how do I now, my whole entire life, I was taught essentially to be competitive, like, as an athlete, like you're supposed to be, right? How do I unteach myself this like just natural human instincts? Like it's like almost like muscle memory, right? Like it's instilled yeah. in your mind and body to just be competitive. And so i'm I'm so lucky that I'm surrounded, like, and that and that's important too, right? To surround yourself with the people that make yeah, that make you want to be better and, and vice versa and, and supportive and, and supportive of one another. And so I'm I'm very lucky to, to have some amazing women in my life that we constantly just want to build each other up, right? As opposed to competing against each other. And it's it's so, so important. One for
0: sure. And that that was always kind of, you know, um, to be honest, my inspiration for Revolve and building the community of influencers mm-hmm. that we um, work with is to, you know, uplift each other and and really understand that, like, which is kind of also the inspiration for this pod is like, you know, behind the feed and behind the photos, like there's so much work, even a photo. You know? I know, <laughs> but you're so right. <laughs> um, and, and being able to tell and share those stories and also letting everyone know that like, yeah, we're in this together. And like the more we support each other, um, even if it's just like a simple, like on a photo or doing, you know, podcasts or projects together or whatever, like the more everyone benefits. Um, so hopefully, you know, we can continue to that path where, you know, Individually and together. Yes. yes. Um, so now okay, Olympic gold medalist, you are, you know, your cup has been around for 11 years, which I had no idea. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, you started your foundation mm-hmm. um, and again, donated $100,000, which is insane. Um, what's next? Like, what are you doing besides all the Pilates? Um, <laughs> that I'm, I DM'd you about yesterday. I'm like, <laughs> I know. Stop oh, doing my God yeah I mean I don't know I'm, you're, you're I'm like you're and all the titles on your workouts is like ass arms abs and I'm like all the things that I need to work on but yeah so you're working out a ton um
1: what I I think more than like okay not more than like my olympic days obviously but it's like I was always one I'm very lucky to have like good genes I guess you know and like um But I, so I I was always kind of the person after I stopped, like, I was just like, eh, like maybe I'll work out today. Maybe I won't, you know, and then I'm finally like during COVID and just like not much else to do because normally I'm traveling all the time. I'm like, you know what? This is such a great time to like really just try to be the best version of myself, you know, like just get like strong and um, whatever your other goals are. And so, yeah. So it's also just been like fun too. Like I never enjoyed working out. I thought... I did it because I had to, you know, like, because it was part of my life and career, I guess. Um, and so now I'm, like, refinding that, like, purpose and, and love for actually, like, working
0: out and being active. Um, but besides working out. Well, actually, uh, quick, for working out, I yeah. wanted to ask you, like, because it seems like you are trying a lot of new things, mm-hmm. like, what how, how do you stay motivated? Um, I mean, COVID does like, I guess like since you're indoor, but like generally speaking, like how are you finding new workouts? Do you try a ton of new workouts and kind of like, yeah, how do you stay motivated and keep going?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, well, so my trainer, Kira, she is actually in New York. So we do FaceTime sessions, which has been like so great. Um, the craziest ab- abs ever. oh my gosh, I know. And so we did an ab thing the other day and then she texted me in the morning and was like, oh my God, I, my abs are sore. How are you? I'm like, if your abs are sore, how do you think I feel today? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I'm like, wait, you still get sore? And she's like, oh yeah. I'm like, okay. Then I, I, I feel like I, you're onto something. <laughs> um, but I think it's important to try. So, and she like knows too. She's like, I don't want you working out with me every single day. Like, you know, do different things. So, um, I love Melissa Wood, like love her workouts. Like I think that is the perfect balance, especially for me where I did a sport that it was all your body weight. Like I never lifted weights. Like Never ever did. It was all just like gymnastic stuff, and and so that's why I love like with Melissa. It's you know one to two pounds. Like that's max. I'm like okay, I can handle that. Because um, it was also scary for me when someone's like, oh, go get that like twenty five pound. You know, I'm like, just what? like not used. I'm like wait, I don't know if I could lift that. And they're like, oh, like that's how much your dog weighs. Like you're good. <laughs> um, and so yeah, I just and I just love. Um, it was hard for me for a while working out and like being like calm and present and still. And so with Melissa, it's just like, it. she talks you through it, walks you through it. Yeah. It's such a great flow. Um, and then um, my friend Heather, she live, also lives in New York and owns New York Pilates. So like we do some lives and, but I, I mean, I think just like everybody else, like you, you're scrolling through social media and like, you know, so many people are doing workouts right now that it's just like, I I like trying new things. Some things like are for me, some things aren't. And I think like it's the same for everyone. You have to figure out what works best for you and your body, but also like what you like and what you enjoy. Because at the end of the day, like why do something if you don't really actually enjoy it? You know, like, and I'm not saying like we all have to love working out. Like obviously we should be active just for like to be healthy, but Um, I think I think there's something out there for everybody. Like for instance, I I can't like do not run, hate running. Like nobody will ever convince me to go on a run. I'm like that. Like it is miserable to me. I'd rather just like go work out, like doing with like three hours, like instead of a mile run. Yeah, I'm like I just don't run. Um, So yeah, so yeah, lots of lots of working out, lots of trying new things, and then of course like I'm not like perfect. There are days
0: where I'm like, you know what? I mean, I don't don't know because seriously, like the bikini photos, (laughs)
1: I'm like, Oh my God,
0: you're It's literally just
1: like me being like, I want to go to the beach. (laughs) Um, once this is over, I can't wait to travel. Um, I, I definitely want to go. I'm
0: like, what's the first place?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, well now that I live back in Dallas, um, I've never been to Tulum, which like I'm, so I'm dying to go there. Uh, a few of my friends went re- actually last week and I was I was jealous. I was like, okay, that will be one of the places that I go. So, um
0: I always it, say to Lum like it's kind you know, it's like a f- uh, free people in real life. Yes, <laughs> I know. You're it's you're like, so right. It's so cute and photo yeah, you're gonna love it. Yeah. And the food is yeah, great. so I'm yeah.
1: Yeah, so I'm excited to go there. Um but honestly, I'll anywhere right now. I'm like, I miss getting on a plane, which is like, oh, no. I never thought I would say that. <laughs> I'm like, I will take an hour, hour delay right now. Like if it's going somewhere, you know, I'm like, gosh, I, the, that was the last thing. Um, packing a suitcase. Like, I mean, yeah, the outfit. Yeah, stuff. The, yeah exactly. So yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So what are you working on now? And like, what do you yeah. excited about? Um,
1: so basically I, um, had this company, it was called Grander, And, um, so that was the summit that we did in Boston a few summers ago. And, um, so I'm currently working through a rebrand and a relaunch of that. And it's going to be called the muse collective. Okay. Um, and
0: Graham, and I was like, I need to ask her about this. I'm glad that you're bringing it up and talking about it.
1: Yeah. So as I kind of mentioned, like my whole, inspiration and kind of like purpose truly is to try to help this inspire, educate, motivate, whatever the next generation of women to just be like the best versions of themselves. It's not necessarily me trying to create or teach the next person to become an Olympic gold medalist. Like that's not what life I'm is like, about. My <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I need to send her some of my leotards. Seriously. Um, And, um, and I think like we all have, you know, different goals and passions and and whatever. And so it's like, whether you want to be a lawyer, a doctor an an entrepreneur, a a stylist in fashion, whatever, whatever it is that you want to be. Um, I think it's so important to try to, you know, inspire those people and connect like-minded individuals and women that, you know, have stories, right. And have that are successful, but also like, like I said too, like, I feel like these like quote unquote failures or obstacles, like those aren't shared enough. You know, it's like everybody loves sharing the success and that's great. Like, I'm not saying that we shouldn't, but I also think like, it's important for younger you know, girls and women to know that, again, success doesn't happen overnight. Like you're going to go through ups and downs and you're going to want to give up and you're going to want to quit. And you're, but how do we get through those moments? Like, what is it that motivates you? How did you go from, you know, here to here? Uh, so yeah, so that's, that's kind of like the mission and, um, you know, eventually looking forward to doing some more live events. Um, probably won't happen for a second, but yeah, really just trying to create, also a community, right? Similar to what you said of just women supporting women. Like I think it's so, so important. And it doesn't mean that you have to share a passion or a career or a background or, you know, political, religious beliefs. Like you don't have to necessarily share that to be able to support each other. So, so yeah, so that's, that's kind of, um, the goal and the mission and, um, weird times i guess to to be doing this but i also kind of was like you know if not now when
0: yeah so and yeah, I so everyone or not everyone but i i know that you know to, the more i talk to people the more everyone is looking for a home, you know, a home base because people right now are feeling a little bit displaced, you know, whether yes. it's not seeing people at school on a daily basis, of course, or, you know, even your family and, you know, friends, like there's so many people that I haven't seen in, in months because of COVID. So I think yeah. this is incredible and perfect timing that you, um, you started this or
1: re Yes. Rebranding. Re- yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um uh let's see what else like obviously lucky to have you know a platform that i'm able to work with so many incredible brands and um you know even through this tough time like loyal partners that you know we continue to try to um help and, and make a difference and um so you know started a leotard collab with this company called Ozone which has been
0: so, so fun. So um, cool, it's like all yeah. like all full circle. Like it really is when you were twelve, designing your own leotards, and now you have this incredible. Yeah, that's
1: so yeah. Fun. So yeah, so that's been fun. Um, and yeah, working on some like other cool collabs and projects for um probably next year that we're kind of just in the in the process of. But you know, I feel like this has been such a, a strange time, but also such a great time, at least for me to kind of pause and be like, okay, what are your goals? Like, what is it? Like kind of like, just like reevaluate, like, and not that like, I wasn't happy pre COVID really, like, but I was just, it was nonstop and it was go, go, go. And so it's like, you don't really have a second. You just are like kind of moving through the motions a little bit. And so this has been really good for me, at least to like sit down kind of, like, strategize and think and, be in like, put things into, like, order, too, of, like, what's important to you, yeah. what do you really want to spend your time and focus on, so, yeah, so right. just trying to take, like, something good out of this, like, I mean, weird situation, right?
0: Yeah, it's so, yeah, it's weird and crazy, and there's, you know, um, I'll leave it at that about what's going on right now, weird and crazy, but yeah, you're right, I mean, I think, um that's, that's what I've been able to do from, you know, the, you know, five months since being at home. I've never been home this much with my daughter. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so ever, like, since like she was born, I took, you know, mm. and I don't say this proudly, but you know, taking only like six, seven weeks off from maternity leave is like the stupidest thing. I think now I like, I laugh cause I'm like, why did I do Yeah, that? yeah. Um, but now being home with her, I'm like, I can never go back to this crazy, crazy schedule of, you know, never seeing her. So yeah, um, as much as crazy as it is, the reset and regrouping with yourself, I think has been incredible. Yeah, I totally <laughs> agree. Yeah, like- Okay, so I'm anymore? like, I, I want to ask the same three questions on each pod and I hopefully you've, you've uh, you, we sent those to you. Um, so what is your superpower? I mean, you have- <laughs> I guess if you've been listening for the last 40 minutes, like she has a lot of superpowers. Okay. (laughs) Like what is yours?
1: So I would say like visualizing and like, I'm, I'm a big believer in like the law of attraction. So like visualizing things like you into your life. Yeah. And not like in a materialistic way by any means, more just like in a way like, so I read the book, The Secret. I don't know if you've read it, um, but like right before the Olympics. And so I made like a vision board and it had the Olympic gold medal on it. And I had never been to Paris. And so like I printed the Eiffel tower out and then um, like inspirational quotes and stuff. And the night before the Olympic all around final, I had this dream where I was in my hot pink leotard matching pink <laughs> Um, And, you know, I went through every single event and at the end of it, like I had won the gold medal in, in, in my dream and I'm like walking down off the podium and my dad, who is my coach, like I go and like give him a hug, to like celebrate that, you know, we had won. And I woke up and my arms were like out here. Like I was like hugging him. No, And I was like, holy shit, that was a dream. Like it felt so real. And I'm like, no, like, and I looked like at the, my phone at the time and it was like 4am and I'm like, oh my God, like I have to go back to sleep for a few hours. And so for some reason, when I woke up a few hours later, it was like, I knew it was going to happen. Like I was so calm. I was so calm. I was so like, I was That's like, oh, freaking me out. I'm like, what else is you in your dream? <laughs> I, I know. It's like, the, it's the craziest thing. Like, and I told nobody because I, A, I like, didn't really want to jinx it, obviously. Sure. And um, and then I told my dad after and he's like, well, you could have told me because I've been freaking out all day. I'm like, yeah, but I, I just like, I was not telling anybody. Um, wow. So you yeah, kind of so,
0: visualized
1: winning gold medal. Like, like down to little things so like on my vault in my dream, I stuck my landing and vault has, I'm just like never been very strong and powerful. <laughs> and so vault was always my worst event. And so when I stuck my vault in my dream, I'm like, of course it's like, I knew it was a dream. Cause I'm like, that never happens. And so flash full, like 12 hours later, however many hours later in the warmups, my, I, I did my warm up and my dad goes, that was great do the exact same thing, but try to stick your landing. And I laughed, like I literally laughed. And he was like, why are you laughing? This is the, you know, like you have to be focused and serious. And I was just, because I knew, like I knew that that was what was going to happen. And so I was like so confident and calm. I went, stuck my landing, literally like as I had in my, (laughs) 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 literally as I did in my dream. And as soon as that happened, I was like, okay, like, you're not crazy. Like this is actually what's happening. Like you are now living out like your dream. Your literal and dream the
0: night before.
1: Literally. And I've never, like I was, I never really dreamed about competitions too much, which I is weird, but like, I just didn't. So it was even more weird that like it happened on the, just happened to be the most important competition of my life. Um, <laughs> and yeah, every single like routine that I did, it was just like, I knew it was going to happen like down to like how I landed every dismount. So yeah, so that was kind of like crazy, but I just believe in like visualizing um, and like manifesting like kind of what you want in your life. So I don't know if that's a superpower
0: or not, but I- I mean, listen, (laughs) it's a superpower. It helped me win the gold medal. For sure. And you're continuing (laughs) to win after that. So I feel like that's definitely a superpower. Okay, next question is, what is the shit that no one told you could be about anything that you wish somebody just did? I,
1: I think like, and it's not that like no one told me this or like, cause my parents did, I think an unbelievable job at raising me and, and teaching me so many things. Um, and they always said like, they were like, at the end of the day, we don't care, you know, what your achievements are in gymnastics. So they're Olympic and world champion gymnasts also. So, um, as the only child, I think a lot of people were like, Whoa, this is crazy. Like, don't you feel like you have to like live up to those expectations? Like, not really. Like, I just think it's really cool that I can learn from them. Yeah. And, um, so they always just said like, for us it's really important for you to have a good heart and like be a good person. Like it's not about winning anything. Um, so this, like, it's not that they didn't teach me this, but like, like I said, like in my mind, I always thought that like people would maybe love me more, support me more if I won and if I was the best. So I think for so long, I let a success or an achievement or something or feel like, like, it defined me. And the hardest thing about that was like, you know, we competed like all the time. So like, I felt like I was defined every single time I went out there to compete, like once a month or every other month or whatever, it was like, okay, like you're being like, (laughs) starting from scratch again. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like putting it in like perspective of like, Think every time that you're going or not you or like anybody going into like a meeting or you have a presentation and it's like your reputation or like your worth in your mind, your worth is on the line, right? Like yeah. of how you do. That's and too so much pressure. It Ugh. was so much pressure, it was exhausting. So anyway, so I feel like that's like I wish I would have learned that a little bit earlier, maybe, in life, yeah. of just and, and again, I did that to myself, right? It wasn't like someone told me that or anything, but I wish like, I just
0: knew that people are still going to love you,
1: even if you <laughs> follow your face. <laughs> I love
0: that. That's that's such a... I'll um, I'll I'll take that with me for sure. Because I, I, I still... <laughs> I'm sure you put pressure on yourself as oh well. Oh my gosh, like so beyond. I, I completely yeah. It's It's insane. Yeah. And then I guess my last question for you is the theme song to your life, whether, you know, obviously your past experiences or even just like right now and everything that, you know, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, um, this song by Sia, it's kind of like a little older, but um it's called Elastic Heart.
0: Ooh, and I have to listen to it.
1: It's really good. The piano version is even better. Um, but I feel like I I struggle sometimes with like, being like so open and letting so many people into my life and then just like putting these walls, Right. And so, um, it's basically about like having thick skin, but also like an elastic heart and like opening up, but yet still having like breaking down walls, but then still like having like a little bit. So, um, I don't know. I, I don't know what, like listening to like the words of it. Like it's, it's not as like pumped, pump up, music maybe that like some people would say it's it's a little emotional but um but I feel like it kind of like for me and it's like the real me too like beyond just like the Instagram like pictures um I feel like the people that truly like know me like the people in my life like the people in my very close circle um could speak on that you know and like could like say like the quality, and and I'm sure for you too, like, right, the family, your family and like your close friends, like know the real, real you and like Mm -hmm. how incredible your heart is and how amazing of a mom and a wife and everything that you are, but not everybody sees that. And it's like, and I realized that at first I like really wanted people to know like everything about me and the real me, but I'm like, you know, it's okay just like have a little bit of that, like to your circle and to yourself. So for
0: sure. And, and again, even though I've never met you in real life, um, of course, like this is the first time we're speaking as well. Like, you know, you come off like that on your social, that you're like a good person and like with everything that you do. And I know that through social media, it is like just like the highlight reel, but I think your highlight reel is pretty freaking cool. So oh, thank you. Um so thank you so much for this time and and for 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 doing this with me. I super duper appreciate your time. It was
1: so fun.
0: I was so
1: a conversation. It was oh yeah. Thank like, you. I, li-
0: like this was like a therapy session for me. <laughs> I know. And like okay, let's go. What am I doing? I know. Like- thank you. I hope you feel as inspired as I do after hearing Nastia's journey. Follow Nastia at Nastia Lukin, L I U K I N, for your daily dose of style, workouts, and general life inspo from the Olympic champ herself. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please show us some love by rating, reviewing, subscribing, and sharing the Revolve podcast with your friends. Leave us a DM or post your favorite clips by tagging us at Revolve with the hashtag #RevolvePodcast. podcast. Thank you again and join us for another real conversation on our next episode.